such stories as H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds and Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea have challenged mankind. So today, man is successfully probing deep into the mysteries of the universe. Can he penetrate the greatest mystery of all, time itself? Yeah, sorry about that. One week hiatus. Are you apologizing to me? Yeah. For why you know, skipping the last episode? Well, I skipped it too. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. What, I take what, it. What back. did you skip? What did you, what, we were both at the same wedding? I think so. Yeah. Well, I think I said that I couldn't record on the uh, scheduled time, and and I don't know. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're back. It's all good. It's in the past, and we don't have to go back there. It's in the past if we could only time travel. Yeah, if we could only redo it and have two robot uses yes. or, or another set of uses, mm. which I never really figured out. Indeed. So uh, this week's movie of the week was uh, The Iron Lady, and, and we're skipping it. Because it seems stupid. Mm. Well, it won an Academy Award, so it can't be that yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. It won a, it's about uh, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. So, yeah, it won an Academy Award. Um, Meryl Streep is in it, and that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all we're saying about it. Fair, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I, I just didn't feel like it seems like it's another documentary. <laughs> Everything looks like a documentary to me. It's not, but, you know, it's close enough. It's about a person who actually lived it, is there is is there any singing in it? Like, do people sing? Sing? I don't know. Yeah. I I rented it, but I have not watched it. I, oh yeah, I, I plan I, I'm, to. I rented it as well, but I will watch it on my own terms. Yeah, if if I get to it. Indeed. So 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 we swapped out to uh, a different movie. Do we have a we have a name for this rule? This substitution rule that we we are invoking and may invoke in the future. Uh no. Do, do we need one? I don't know. It'd be good, you know, we're to say that we're invoking the blank, you know, rule and then the understudy rule. Yeah. Something like that, but cooler. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take, we'll, we'll take, uh, suggestions. We'll figure it out. So, so this week is, um, we swapped out a movie <clears throat> or <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, swapped in a movie called. Primer. Primer. Yeah, which which, uh, I'll read the plot summary real quick. Uh, Winner of the Sundance Film Festival's Grand Jury Prize and Alfred P. Sloan Award, Primer tells the story of two small-time engineers that trip upon an invention that far surpasses their aspirations. An ingenious movie about the perils of ingenuity invigorating like Pi or Memento, Primer is the kind of movie to likely inspire both imitators and cultists. Carruth has invented something fascinating. A.O. Scott, The New York Times. So you've been trying to get me to watch this for a long time. I have a very long time. Maybe not a very long time. It just feels a very long time well, it's, it because was, of my rebuffs. Yeah. I mean, this came out in 2004. 
Yeah, I don't think yeah. we even saw it that early. No, I mean, I probably saw it in 2007 or 8 or something. I was thinking 2008. Yeah. So, uh, since then at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I never really, eh, you know, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, well, I liked it. I thought it was weird. I, I feel bad that I had to watch it in two parts. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I think I'd, I was a little bit confused by it. Um, and, 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 and if the first, the first customer review from June 27th is wa- titled watch it twice, yeah. which I think is probably a good idea. Um, yeah, and, I've, uh, I've, uh, I think I've probably seen it half a dozen times at least now. And every time I watch it, I pick up something new, something that I hadn't noticed before and kind of learn an interesting or, th- or think I learned an interesting a- aspect of the story, the film. So yeah, it's definitely rewatchable. In that yeah. Sense. I'm not really sure. I, I, I mean, I kind of have an idea of what happened and what they invented by accident. Yeah. Well, on purpose, they were inventing things on purpose, but they stumbled across this this device. Should we uh, preface our our talk about the movie with the spoiler alert? I mean, do oh we yeah, need to every we should just retitle our podcast to spoiler alert. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah, stop now if you haven't seen it, and then come back. And Watch it. Press play when you're done. Watch it. Yeah, we'll wait now. for you. Hold on, we'll wait. Yeah. It's only an hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah. Okay, go. All right. Okay. Okay, welcome back. We're glad you watched it. Uh, and now we can talk about it. Yeah. So this is crazy. Like, I I, I don't know. I, first of all, who's the narrator? The narrator The narrator is uh, Aaron. The dark-haired uh, guy or the light-haired guy? The dark-haired guy. Okay. That makes more sense because all... Up until the end, I thought the narrator was the white-haired guy because he's speaking in such a different tone. I couldn't really tell. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh. Hmm. What? I'm just trying to think of uh, where to start. Well, I I have to say that um, having only seen this once, uh. I enjoyed it. I, I was kind of waiting to see what would happen, and and I really didn't get what was going on. Um, like I, I didn't see a point to it, right? Um, until the very, very, almost the very end, when you figure out the 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 plot or the plan to to for keep this guy from shooting everybody or something. Yeah. Um. And, um, and then after that, we figure out, or is it before that or, or after that, when they, we, we kind of figure out that there's two people, there's two versions of these people running around. I think it's before that. I mean, it's, yeah, I just don't get how there's two people running around. I mean, it's it, time travel is one thing, but, but matter duplication is, is another. Yeah. Well, this is only kind of barely time travel. I mean, it's probably technically time travel but it's time travel as in terms of the story is really secondary to the story i think and, so what's and the story? i guess it's time travel but the yeah story we end up with travel? two or more or several copies of of the characters 
Yeah, because it seems like to me they do this like five times. So, so is there ten versions of these dudes walking around? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, like, you know, they get into this box and somehow they've this by sitting in this box for a certain amount of time, they can travel back in time and re redo a day or, you know, re um, relive a day. But but they're conscious about it. Right. They can make decisions. They can they know which stocks are going to be high. They 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 know um who wins basketball games or, uh, you know, so what I don't get is if they keep, it seems like they do it several times. How do they know, you know, how, how is there not like five of these dudes walking around? Well, I think that's part of the paradox is that they, you know, at, at parts, you know, the audience, we're not sure who is the real copy and who is not. And I'm, I, at certain times, I think the characters are probably not sure. You know, is the narrator the original person? Is the person we see in the first minutes of the film, are those two the original people? Because I think those may be, you know, maybe even like not the original pair, you know? Yeah, so you're saying that at some point in the movie you get swapped out to another pair. Like you were... You can't tell because it's the same guys, but at some point you're not you're not watching the original pair anymore. Yeah, I mean they had uh, they had this failsafe box where which was running the whole time, which they could use to kind of go back to the beginning. But they could also take a box inside of a box, and I don't even know what you know that would equate to as far as their capabilities are for moving around. So, you know, you have to wonder, are the people we're following in the first minutes of the film, are they sort of the original iteration of of the two characters? Is one of them, is Aaron maybe sort of, um, like, is is he there but pretending to, you know, talk to Abe about discovering the box? initially just to kind of humor him and but he's actually back trying to correct everything that's happened so far and right you know. so you're saying that the guy you start with might not even be the starting guy it might be the ending guy right hmm. yeah i don't know but really the great part about the story is that the logistics of it don't matter as much the story itself is really kind of about how these two people behave and how these two characters kind of develop having discovered this ability and having figured out that they can kind of, uh, you know, repeat their actions. I mean, that's kind of the dream of the sort of the whole story of time travel and every, and every story is kind of at least going in the past is correcting mistakes and, and kind of redoing, you know, lost opportunities and, and fixing things like that. So I think that's, and kind of the story here in Primer is watching how that happens, how that unfolds, and how these characters kind of realize that uh, even though they're trying to fix things, they're kind of just making things worse and, and everything kind of. Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. There's an episode of Star Trek, uh, Voyager, like that, where <clears throat> they 
there's this there's this race of people that ha- that make this ship that can travel through time and that can eliminate has this weapon that can eliminate people or eliminate things that it shoots from the timeline and and everything that in, in its entire history so if you were to aim it at a, aim the weapon at a planet and eradicate the planet everything that it and everything that it kills is not only erased from like killed but but the history of whatever it shoots is is also erased so that you know if you hit a planet and it's a uh, if it'd be like you know shooting a planet and the the klingons were not only gone but everything the klingons ever did mm. were gone too and then you find out that um uh it's interesting that you know in the end of that story they find out they really kind of figure out it's actually a really good episode of voyager one of the best ones that they made uh, that that the only way to fix history was to kill the the ship itself was to erase the ship itself from history mm. and then uh uh and then then everything that the ship did you know was undone which was included all these things that that it did anyway um uh i don't even know where i was going with that uh <laughs> yeah well kind of the concept of yeah fixing past yeah past uh Fixing mistakes, mistakes or actions yeah. or yeah you know and then you get into like the i don't know it's a, it's an interesting take on time travel because i think you're right everything is is like oh i need to go back in time to because humanity uh, you know hunted hunt humpback whales to extinction so we need to bring <laughs> one into the future and yes you know it's going to end up saving us right which is maybe one of the most popular time travel movies ever it's up there um I don't know what the most popular time travel movies are, but maybe we should talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I like this. This is definitely not a, a, a what I would call like a backseat watcher, or it's not a, a it's something you really want to kind of sit down and watch. You don't want to watch it while you're doing anything else. You yeah, know? It, you have to pay attention, I think, to yeah. kind of get something yeah. out of it. And really, you know, you have to watch it a couple times. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it holds your attention that every time I've a while back this came out on youtube the full-length video was was the full-length movie was up on youtube and i just started watching it and i just watched all the way through i couldn't stop it was it was good yeah but uh yeah definitely worth watching um yeah i i agree it's not for rental this it's not for rental at all actually you have to buy it i think it is it on netflix i don't know it's kind of appeared at times but right now i don't think it is yeah, so it's on iTunes. Check the show notes. It'll yeah. be up. And uh, watch it. The brilliant thing about this movie, the thing that most impresses me, was that this is made by... Uh, the guy who plays Aaron, the darker guy, is Shane Carruth. And he wrote and directed and produced this film on a budget of $7,000 in back in 2002 or three or whenever he made this. And Which, the storage unit must have taken out most of that. Yeah, I think so. Renting the because, renting a storage unit. Yeah. yeah, two storage units. Yeah, exactly. Or actually, it could have been just one storage unit, I guess. Yeah, but uh, um, but yeah, that I mean that blew me away learning that and figuring that out. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it doesn't look like a seven thousand dollar film, and it, it was shot in sixteen millimeter film, I believe. And what is so, that? I mean, that's like film, film. Okay, uh, it's. It's 16 instead of 35 or, or 8, so it's slightly higher it's the resolution. Size, it's the size of the film? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. not, not as high resolution as, as 
your typical Hollywood film, which is 35 millimeter and right. better than your old home movie cameras, which are eight millimeter, but right. Uh, but it's film and that's kind of why it has its particular look. Uh, he, he was definitely going for that look. Uh, I think at the time they had digital cameras, but they weren't that great. I mean, they were decent. Yeah. I think DV cameras were just, yeah. I mean, that was like the Canon XL one was uh, right. at that time. And, and yeah, so. but that would have caught, that would have been more than his $7,000 budget. Probably. I mean, I imagine all, almost all of the budget was probably in film development and, and right. all that stuff, unless he kind of got that on the cheap somehow, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he edited everything himself, of course. And, uh, did all the music himself and it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and it doesn't feel like a cheap homemade movie. It feels like a, like a good movie. And, and the production is, is clever, uh, in its constraints and, and how, how he kind of put it together inside that budget. I mean, he used all the locations where, Places he worked and, you know, family apartments and stuff like that. Yeah. And all the actors were on the crew or family. Yeah. I mean, the, that, uh, the Indian guy and the, one of the foreign vendor guys was also the camera guy, the film. And, uh, it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, so watch it. Yeah, definitely. Highly, highly recommended. Does that segue us into our uh, into our time travel movie side side topic? Yeah, let's do it. So, so you, this was your side topic. What what did you want to? Uh, what was your what was your idea? Well, mainly I wanted to talk about Primer. I wanted to see have everybody watch Primer and talk about it. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm always been fascinated with the concept of time travel and and time travel movies, and uh, so I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't remember a lot of time travel movies. I mean, obviously, the one uh, Star Trek Four is like, you know, the one with the whales. If you yeah. don't know your number, your Star Treks, uh, lots of time travel. You know, that's that's a that's one of the biggest ones. And you know, in reality, I I can't think of like, and that maybe because I'm you know of the time of day and my long work day today, but but I can't think of any other good time travel movies. You know, I haven't I haven't even re- researched it yet. I've I found a list of uh, on Metacritic of the best and the worst time travel movies, uh-huh. and uh, so I'll read the top. Oh yeah, uh, five or so. Um, okay. I, I was noticing, by the way, on the list that there's probably three or four Star Trek movies that they like, so like half the movies seem to involve time travel of one sort or another. Um, and the new, the the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, Star Trek movie was involved time travel, right? Didn't they? Well, they, they've not, they, they haven't really said yet. Um, I mean the, the one that was out, not, not the one that's in production. Oh, that's true. The new Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of it. Um, and oh, so I'm, I'm like starting to go through some time travel movies and I'm, I'm getting yeah. some good ones. I'll, I'll um, rattle off but, a few and, and you'll remember, I think, but yeah. Um, yeah. um, go ahead. So the the number one on this list, which is probably the most obvious, is Back to the Future. Ah, uh, yeah. wow, yeah, no. wow, yeah. Um, that movie's awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a define, it's a it's a genre defining trilogy. I mean, or it's a it's an era defining trilogy, I should say. Yeah, and, uh, no, uh, it, was, it was great. And and they are. I think the other two sequels are on the list as well. 
much further down because they're not very good. Right, but, the original one. And I think it's amazing how many people like, uh, you know, when I, I, I kind of drop the uh, 88 miles an hour joke when I'm driving with people. Yeah. Or when I borrow someone's car and I I tell them I couldn't get it up to 88 miles an hour and they don't get it for 20 minutes. And they realize 1.21 gigawatts of yeah. electricity. Oh, man, there's three Star Trek movies with time travel in it. Yeah. Man, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So no, uh, I thought Back to the Future is great. It was yeah. I, you know, and 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 who knew Christopher Lloyd was so young in those movies? Was he? How old yeah, was he? I don't think he was that old because he was in Star Trek Two in 1982, hmm. uh, or Star Trek Three. Sorry, he was a Klingon captain. Um, when did that come out? Star Trek. Yeah, or Back to the Future. Mean, I mean, I thought he was a lot older. Let's put it that way. He looks. To me, he looked like a lot older. I mean, he yeah. he is pretty freaking old. Let's well, he had you know he had the white hair and everything like that. Yeah, but, yeah, and I don't I don't think you know that that it didn't seem like yeah you know, I didn't know him from anything before that. You know, he was in other stuff like Taxi and yeah, you know, uh, you know, other stuff. And in 1984, he was in Star Trek and Back to the Future wasn't until '85. Uh, right. Um, and you know, I I would not have guessed he was only you know forty eight years old in that movie, forty seven years old, because I don't think that's what they wanted. I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know him, you know. But anyway, I digress. We can we can move on to uh, the rest of the movies. So the number two is the Terminator, which I guess is another one that's technically involves time travel, but really time travel is. Perhaps a plot device, but not a central part of the story. Right. I mean, yeah. The Terminator comes back in time from the future to, you know, fix some stuff. But I would say it's less about time travel, more about, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And I would also argue that Terminator 2 is better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, there's still time travel because he comes back in time in that, in that case to save. Yeah, uh, save him right instead it's, of uh, yeah, same same device, same. Yeah, even though mechanism. I think a lot of people like um, Terminator One better, I think, and maybe that's based on my era because they made Terminator Two in you know how much later, ten years later, nine years later. Yeah, uh, you know, nineteen ninety one, where where the original Terminator was uh, nineteen eighty four. You know, where yeah. where I was only four when the original Terminator came out. You know. Yeah. And, you know, 1991, I was, you know, I was able to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, number three on the list is uh, Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home, which you were talking about. Um, yeah, I would argue, uh, I mean, number three, like in order, are we just. That's, yeah, like, that's on, on on this list. It's number three. Or number I would three. argue, I would argue that the new Star Trek is better, but I think, you know, from a. From a, you know, I think everybody kind of knows my favorite one is the whale one. You know, yeah. Um, a lot of you hear that from a lot of people. Anyway, okay, what else? Uh, number four is the Time Machine from 1960, based on the H.G. Wells novel, The Time Machine. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Which uh, I was remembering, I was recalling this earlier, and I actually rented this uh, today and started watching. I saw, it. I didn't I, I saw finish, that, but um, this this is an amazing movie. I I watched this a long long time ago. This might have been the first time travel movie I'd, I'd ever seen uh, as a kid and it was it's it's definitely an effective uh, or affecting movie I mean like I remember stuff 
scenes from this movie are kind of part of me, but I, I couldn't remember what movie they were from until I kind of was watching the trailer for this and, and remembered. But it's it's really great film. This guy invents a time machine and he's in 1899, 1900, and then uh, kind of goes forward in time to the future and sees the first world war and uh, goes forward again to the second world war. And um, then he kind of, he's like getting attacked in the second world war. He's in England in London. And so they're, they're bombing London. And then, so he kind of pushes the lever forward on his machine and goes way far yeah. in the future into like 800,000 years in the future. Is this, and, was this remade recently? I think it was made, uh, remade in like 2002 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the remake was not very good, but this original was pretty great. So he's in this, yeah. you know, future land where there's the, these sort of blonde human people called the Eloy who are these like, you know, laid back people that are not very smart, but, uh, they're definitely attractive and, and kind of, he kind of figures them out and then they get sucked under this, uh, underground and it turns out that there's this other race of people that are live underground called the uh, morlocks and they're like mm -hmm. this you morlocks know, hairy uh i think it's the morlocks right um uh, morlocks are from world of warcraft that's all i know them from not warlocks or the w morlocks no morlocks M. morlocks they're like little yeah. green things that fish perhaps something blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's how they sound like but basically anyway. they, they kind of harvest these land-dwelling Eloy people as, like, cattle for their food, basically. Uh -huh. So kind of the point is the human race kind of evolved into these two different species, and uh, then it kind of goes on from there. But uh, it's a pretty, pretty great movie. I mean, it won, I think it won an Oscar for special effects back in 1960 or whatever. Um, which doesn't mean much today, but it's definitely impressive. They do some cool time-lapse photography to illustrate the passing of time in the first time travel stuff that he goes through is pretty interesting. He's like in this, his laboratory and he's got a window out to the street, to the storefront. And so he's, he's kind of pushing the lever forward and, and sitting in his time machine, watching the world speed by. And he sees this mannequin in the storefront kind of changing outfits through the time. And uh, as, as it progresses from 1900 through 1940 to 1960 and stuff like that. So I don't know, but it's pretty, it's entertaining and, and definitely worth watching. So Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was the first time machine movie that I, I had seen. Um, and then this is not in the top five. This was number eight on this list, but, uh, the movie 12 monkeys I, I wanted to mention cause uh, that's a great movie. This is a fantastic movie. Uh, Terry Gilliam movie with, uh, Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt. And, uh, it's actually, it's kind of based on or inspired by, uh, film guy by, um, called La Jete, which is, uh, by Christian Marker, Mark. Yeah. Um, just died recently actually, but, uh, which is a film from 1960 something like a few years after HG Wells time machine was made, but completely different. I mean, that, that film was, it's a short film. It's, it was made almost entirely of still images with like an audio track. And then there's just one brief scene of of actual moving film which is critical plot device but uh really brilliant i think they included that on the dvd of 12 monkeys right do you recall i don't know no i don't, well, I don't recall 
you can find the DVD of Twelve Monkeys, or I'm sure you can. I think you can find I it online. Have, I may have it. I may have it actually. Yeah, but uh, but watch. Uh, I mean, watch Twelve Monkeys, but also watch Lachete, which is yeah, uh, really fantastic. Uh, and it's only I don't know, twenty minutes long or something. So, um, yeah, but that that uh, uh, another good one was uh, Donnie Darko. Which, uh, yeah, you know, I have never seen that, but I've heard good things. I have a yeah. friend who likes that very much. Uh, Primer is number fifteen on this list, which is disappointing. Yeah, the list I'm I'm looking at has it's number four. Yeah. Um, Twelve Monkeys is five. Yeah, it's hard to get. You know, there's a couple. There's some good movies in here. Um, you know, and and Star Trek is thirty. Star Trek four, which mm. is where probably I would put it in the scope of the uh, what I'm looking at is total films. 50 best time travel movies. Um, There's some good ones in here, like uh, Star Trek First Contact is time travel, which I forgot about. Uh, That's right. um, Which is really good. I mean, I really like that one. It's probably, I would argue it's probably better than that one too. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, Star Trek Generations is number eight on the worst time travel movies list. I would argue that that's not uh, time travel. Yeah, uh, although you could consider you could consider it. Um, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Don't oh, forget yeah. that. Can't um, forget with that. the ti- with the time machine phone booth. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, uh, what was the other one on this list that I really like? Um, this one has Terminator Two below Terminator One, and that's wrong. Hmm. Um. Oh, Source Code. Have you did you ever see Source Code? Oh yeah, it's it's a twelve monkeys ish type of movie, but um, yeah, it's not as it's not as uh, um, it's not as like uh, Armageddon ish. Not 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 like in the style of you know like the film Armageddon, but like the act you know the the end of the world ish. Right now, I I waited a long time to watch this movie because I thought it looked stupid, but then I yeah. re- realized that it's directed by Duncan Jones who. Directed uh, Moon with Sam Rockwell and oh uh, yeah 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 which is and, amazing uh, Gary movie. Sinise and, and uh, oh no Gary Sinise is something else Sam Rockwell yeah um and yeah Source Code was a great movie yeah I was surprised I, I uh, really liked it um, yeah. I mean it, it was interesting um, I really didn't know it was going to happen um, but. There's a, there's a movie also called Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. starring Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> nice, uh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, um, which is a decent movie. Um, uh, also, there's another movie called you know like um, I, I I think there's there's I think you're right. You know, we were talking. There's there's movies that use time travel as a you know integral to the plot, and then there's movies that like. Uh, just kind of use it like there's the galaxy quest you know is, is a fun movie it's a good parody of like the you know you saw galaxy quest with tim allen yeah, it's parody of but at the, the very Wars. end at the very end you know they need to use something called the uh the omega 13 device which <laughs> is a which is a, a a a device when activated time travels you back 13 seconds mm-hmm so that you can correct one mistake. And of course they correct one mistake. Right. Talk, talk about um, Deus Ex Machina, like a, a plot device that yeah, saves, totally. saves the story. Um, there's a movie here called Frequency. 
um, with Dennis Quaid, where somehow uh, yeah. through his dad's like uh, shortwave and, radio, right. he can talk to his his, his he a, a son can talk to his dad in the past, right, and prevent him from you know dying because he's a fireman. He pre- I don't remember if he actually is successful with it, but he tries to prevent him from dying in a in a fireman accident. You know when trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say one of the most important of of the films that we have not yet mentioned was uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, I'll tell you what. That while not fine cinema, that movie's entertaining. At least the first time you watch it. Yeah, it was funny. Um, Chevy Chase is awesome, and so is the guy from uh, The Office. Um, oh, uh, I don't know his name. The yeah, black guy. Guy plays uh, Daryl. Yeah. Um, Rob Rob Corgi was in this. Uh, he, yes, he's hilarious. The uh, bald guy. Uh, yeah, Motley Lou. Yeah, and Lugal. That's funny. <laughs> um. Also, a movie called Time Cop with Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh uh, yes. Um. Which I I like too. Um. I I which one of those that you know if it's on TNT I watch it. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and, and shockingly, there's this other movie with Keanu Reeves and uh, Sandra Bullock called The Lake House, where this magical like mailbox lets these guys that that's these two it's a, it's a romantic comedy that it lets them send letters to each other, you know, five years apart or something like that. Right. Um, I think she's in the future and he's in the past or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, anyway. Um, Lots of good. So what what's on the worst list? What's the worst time machine list? Or not um, time travel list. Let's see. I'm not sure what order this goes in. Yeah. Uh I guess number 1 would be the most worst. Yeah. Um the worst. Number 1 is Masters of the Universe as, as in the He-Man. Yeah, movie. that movie was kind of horrible. Uh so yeah, I guess that um number 2 is Time Chasers, which is uh I don't know. I think that's a uh, who's in that? I don't even know who's in that. Yeah, I've uh, never heard of it. Half these I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, let's see. Star Trek Generations I mentioned. Yeah. Um, oh, The Butterfly Effect. That was an interesting movie. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was that. I mean, it was weird. And it's number. It's actually number 50 on this list hmm. that I'm looking at um, as a good one. So, And I like, uh, for some reason, I like uh, What's Your Name in it. Amy Smart. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Black Knight with uh, Martin Lawrence is on this. Oh come on, man! That's not a bad movie. <laughs> Take it for what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Space, the uh, 1990s remake. Uh, oh, that was a horror movie with, version with, of the future. Uh, with uh, I want to say Joey Lawrence, but it's not. It's Joey from Friends. Yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um. So there's a movie called Southland Tales. Did you ever see that? Or hear this that? is with Justin Timberlake in The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'd never seen it. I, I was one that I kind of wanted to see, but never. I hadn't realized it was time travel involved in this yeah, movie. Yeah, well, it was, and it was created by the guy who made Donnie Darko. And so I had high expectations going in to watch this. I was really excited about, about it. Yeah. Despite, horrible. you know, Justin Timberlake and, and The Rock, who are usually not in movies that I would equate with the type of movies that this guy would make but and sean william scott yeah. and and uh sarah michelle sarah Gellar. michelle geller yeah 
That should have been your first clue. Yeah, I mean, I should have, I should have seen it coming. I mean, at the time this was made, Justin Timberlake and The Rock were not exactly coming into their own from an acting yeah. perspective. And it ended up being like a comedy musical, time travel, just futurist kind of. It was just not that good. Interesting, disappointing. Uh, as as I recall, I only saw it the one time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they have Back to the Future Part 2 at the bottom of this list, so. I don't know, uh, I disagree with that. You know, I disagree with it. I, I uh, like it. I think Back to the Future 3 is, where is that at the list? I like them all. The problem with those movies is they get compared to the first one, and, and yeah. you can't do that. I mean, you know, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to compare, you know. Uh, I mean, in that case, the first one was so good and so different than what anything previously made that yeah, uh, it was it's tough. So they have they have Back to the Future Part Three as number fourteen on the list of top twenty best time travel movies, and number fifteen is Primer. So I, I'm pretty much going to throw out yeah. this whole entire list. Because this list sucks. Terrible. I like this totalfilm.com list. Make sure you link to it. Yeah. It's good. So yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, I, I really. Enjoyed Primer, and I, I think I would definitely place it probably in my top 10 films of all time just because of, of how creative it is and how amazing and well-produced it was given the constraints that they had and how rewatchable and enjoyable it is. Right. Really a fantastic movie. Um, oh, what did you think of the last, the very last scene in Primer where he's in with the guy speaking French at the end? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. You know what? He's making the room-sized one that he talked about earlier. That's what I yeah, think. That's what I, th- I kind of got that. He's making also. the, and and that's why he was very emphasizing on the exactly, yeah, you know, the exactness of his instruction. Which I don't remember what his instruction yeah, was, but every half meter everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, everywhere, and he repeats it. I, so I, I it'll was, be interesting when Primer Two comes out. Too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know if I'm like a primary. Left the door but, wide open, man. Left the door wide open. They did, but I think that was kind of the, the idea yeah. was that, you know, yeah. this could go on forever. But Do um, you want to live forever? Yeah. Another one thing I noticed watching it this last time was uh on the on the boxes, you know, you remember the the sides and the top of the box have this like white tape in a, a grid pattern. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was PVC pipe, but sure. Yeah, well, tape. yeah, yeah. It was like PVC frame, and I don't yeah. know if it was PVC or, or tape or something. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, it's. I noticed that it was it's arranged in a in a uh, pattern, uh, which is a Fibonacci sequence. It's like two, three, five, eight, thirteen, which that's I thought the, was uh, fascinating. The Fibonacci sequence. That's the also the the frequency at which Commander Data blinks his eyelash eye, eye, eyelids. There you go. Yeah. The uh, the golden the golden mean the golden uh, rectangle yeah. sort of yeah. golden ratio I'd rather um, yeah so that that was clever I mean this is definitely a very nerdy movie and it and you kind of pick up on something I was they they mentioned the uh, the stock that one of the first stocks they trade was I forget what the the symbol was but I, I was googling that that stock and it's it's uh, like a reference to a, um, a card or or something from uh, that card game magic the gathering or something like that so it's definitely really made by made by nerds but uh that's cool uh pretty funny but, yeah you definitely uh pick things up the more you rewatch it which is which yeah. part of why i like it yeah i need to watch it too yeah uh, again i mean yeah 
What uh, have you gotten to watch anything else? Last couple uh, weeks? I have. Uh, it's been a while since we talked. I I finally saw the Batman movie. Oh yeah, Dark, I haven't Dark seen Knight it yet. Rises. Yeah, uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but I I enjoyed it. Cool. That was good. Good. Uh, good finish. Uh, definitely had a good uh, Christopher Nolan-ish ending, which I enjoyed. Good. Um. Uh, speaking of Christopher Nolan, I was trying to think. You remember the movie uh, The Prestige? About, uh, I remember uh, it, but I've never seen it. Oh, well, never mind then. I won't talk about it. You should yeah, watch that was, it. Chris Rail was also in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, anyway. I remember. I remember that you enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, and uh, but I have not seen it. Mm, you should watch I it. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Did you Did you see Inception? No, but I have it on my DVR. You're killing me. You're killing me. Yeah, you got you got to watch these. Okay. Um, you you saw Memento, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Memento's awesome. Yeah. That's that's not really time travel, but it feels like it. Yeah. Well, that's all the same guy too. All the same director. Yeah. 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 No, Memento was unbelievable. Yeah. It was the first. It was the first uh, Carrie Ann Moss movie after The Matrix, which is originally why I watched it, uh, and right. it yeah. turned out to be really good. Yes. Um, with uh, the other guy, the other guy was good in it. Guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce. The other guy. No, I mean the other guy in the movie. Oh, the right. other guy. You mean like? Oh, you were oh, uh, to make Joe, a joke. Joe Pantoliano. Yeah. The other guy from the Matrix. Joe Pants. Joey, Joey Pants. Pants. Yeah. Also in Bad Boys One and Two. Joey Pants. Oh, that's right. So it all comes back to my man. That's right. Kevin Bacon and Bad Boys. Anyway. Um. What else? What else did you see? You you made it sound like you saw a plethora of movies. So, I did. Uh, let's see what else was noteworthy. Uh, I should bring up my my letterboxed diary here. Well, Very I handy. did see I did see the Expendables too. Oh, nice! How was that? And it was much. It was it was equally awesome on the action scale, and it was a much better movie mm-hmm. um, than the first one. Chuck Norris is not is in it, and it's great. His his his. He doesn't have that many lines. It's more like a cameo than anything, but yeah, uh, you know, he comes in and they he ends up saving him or something. Like you, you can know. I knew it was Chuck Norris because he's the only one that they hadn't shown yet, right? The only one that you knew from the from the uh, Last Supper uh, thing we talked about. Um, Right. Chuck Norris was the only one they hadn't shown, so I'm like, oh, Chuck Norris is doing this, and uh, you know they the. You know, so it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it, you know, the the Stallone comes up to Chuck Norris and says, "Hey, I thought you were dead." And he goes, "No, I just work alone now." You know, and yeah. uh, and and Stallone goes, uh, "I heard you got bit by a snake, uh, by King Cobra." Is is that true? He goes, "That's true." <laughs> and after five long days of pain, the King Cobra died. <laughs> 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 and they start busting up because he just dropped a Chuck Norris fact in the movie. It was brilliant. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was hoping for more, but that was pretty much it. But yeah. uh, uh, no, it was really it was it was enjoyable. I liked it. It was good. Good fights. Good guns. Good action. But yeah. it's traditional action. Um, and then I that's all I've seen. That's all I really saw. I haven't. Seen, I didn't see anything else. So two more uh, movies uh, that I saw uh, that yeah. I should mention. Uh, actually, last week's movie of the week, which we unfortunately missed, was uh, Visioneers with uh, yeah. uh, Zach Galifianakis. 
Uh, you yeah. said you was that, was that a documentary? No, 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 not oh, a documentary. No, I wasn't able to watch it. I had a, I had a uh, on. It's uh, it was it was interesting. It, it's a comedy, kind of a dark comedy, sort of a I don't know, existential comedy. I guess yeah. I don't, whatever. Um, definitely, uh, definitely an interesting and unique movie. A little okay. bit out there at times, but also definitely funny. Kind of cool. Uh, you know, early Zach Galifianakis funny, uh, which early like is this is this an old Galifianakis movie or a... well, it's two thousand eight, so it's kind of before. I think that was before. Was that before? Uh, uh, maybe the same year. Maybe the same year. Maybe. I mean, this is definitely uh, an independent film. A yeah, Hangover film. was two thousand nine. Hangover was two thousand nine. Yeah, so this is kind of before he. Was on everybody's radar, but he he's been doing like online stuff for a while, and, and so he's yeah. kind of, uh, but he, he's a pretty funny guy, but a unique uh, type of humor. So this this was uh, funny, but also uh, clever and uh, and interesting. Uh, cool. I really enjoyed it, uh, and hopefully, people got to take advantage of the ninety nine cent rental price. Nice. Um. Uh, and the last movie I saw this week was uh. The Master, which is the oh yeah, that's uh, right, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. They had a showing at the the Castro Theater in San Francisco in seventy millimeter film, which was amazing. Actually, the, nice. Uh, I'm, I, I, you know, it's you've seen movies in you know projected digitally in the four K you know digital projection, and they're you know crystal clear and, and amazing resolution. But yeah. 70 millimeter film is it's like that resolution but with the uh sort of dynamic range that kind of contrast the the bright brights and and detailed but dark shadows and and everything between that you just can't yet get from digital and it's it was just stunning like just to watch just to sit there and and see the the, the pictures it was amazing um, cool. I, I still don't know what to think about the movie in general. It was, I'm still kind of processing it. It was one of those where, uh, it's kind of, uh, I would describe it as, uh, what I think I mentioned when we were talking about melancholia, about that sort of, uh, surrealist film where it's less about story and more about kind of is watching these characters and watching what they're doing. And, and mm -hmm. it was definitely more of a story and definitely more constructed than I think Melancholia was and definitely certainly better overall than Melancholia certainly was because that was not that great. But uh, it was pretty amazing. It was, uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, it's received when it comes out. I guess it's coming out in October or something like that. But um, I don't think it was as good as uh, There Will Be Blood, which was his last movie. Did you ever see that? No. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a good one. Uh, that was, I think, more similar style, but uh, probably more of a traditional film, I think, I would say. Um. And, and just beautiful uh, everything, cinematography, story, and music, uh, 
everything. Uh, but uh, this was uh, this was definitely interesting and good. Good performances by uh, Joaquin Phoenix as kind of the main character, this drifter from in you know kind of post World War Two, nineteen fifty era, and then uh, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman is uh, plays. Right. The master, who is this uh, this guy, who's is kind of a you know mirror of uh, uh, the Scientology story with uh, what's, what's cool. his name? Uh, I forget what his what name. What is that? But, what did that come out like widely? Wide? Uh, I think mid October this year. Cool. Yeah, I think I might try to make some time for that one. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's uh, it's a bit long. It was I don't know two and a half hours with. Credits, but they—I think they started it late. So, okay. actually, there weren't. Then there were no. They didn't play the credits. I think it's if they don't play the credits, it's technically an unfinished movie, so they can show it, and it doesn't count as the release date for you know festivals right. and stuff like that. But right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, worth watching. Awesome. That's it. Then I watched Primer and a little bit of the Time Machine and Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, lots of uh lots of stuff going on. Indeed. Uh so I think we're we're kinda getting out of time. I think yep. it's getting up to my bedtime. Yeah. So uh next week we got a new movie, plus I think our side topic is gonna be films of Tony Scott. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I because I was looking, you know, he just died one way or the other. Um well he, he fell he fell or jumped off of or was pushed off of a bridge. Right. Uh, I haven't really read what happened, but uh, it, was, it was worth talking about the movies because they're all pretty good. So uh, that'll be next week. Yeah. All right. Cool. Signing off. All right. Good times. Peace. Later. <laughs>